Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and speaker. Well Played is a part of the On Podcast Media Network, so definitely go out there and check out some of the other podcasts there. Today is Season 4, Episode 29, and we are going to be talking about boss battles in the classroom with a returning guest here. Jeremy, I'm super excited to have you. If you could give us a brief introduction, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. So thanks, Michael. Uh, thanks for having me again. I really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, so I uh, I teach eighth grade math. Uh, I'm in the the Central Valley of California, and uh, yeah, doing the doing the fully fully digital, fully online learning thing these days. You know, here in the midst of COVID, and uh, yeah, it's it's going it's going okay. It's going pretty good. Aha, that's awesome. Just a reminder, everybody else, I'm doing both at the same time, in person and hybrid, uh, and it's going. <laughs> it's going we'll say it's going yes <laughs> um but uh thank you so much for coming back on i absolutely love having returning guests i think it's i don't know it really speaks i think to the community we have in things like xp lap and you know just twitter in general and teacher's table and i don't know well-played community where like these people want to continue to give and share and i appreciate your time as well as others so thank you so much for coming back on yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, we're going to be talking a little bit about boss battles today. And before we get into it, I guess I want to somewhat approach it a wee bit from the beginner's mindset here. If like, ooh, ooh, like if they don't know boss battles, they've just sort of gotten into this gamified thing. Uh, I guess give give your hand at trying to explain what a boss battle would be. You know, I, I appreciate that approach actually, because like, uh, I guess this is probably my my third year doing a full gamified game, and I didn't do um, boss battles until last year. And yeah, it just took me a while to get my brain around it, around how it could work in the flow of my classroom and stuff. Um, but I, man, and and they can be re- used in a lot of ways, right? So, yeah. but basically, whether you want to use it as like a review or as uh, an assessment, um, maybe a little bit of a combination of both. Um, it, it's it's basically, you know, asking content-related questions to your students and that they are attacking a, a boss that has some amount of health that uh, is, is taken with those right answers. And then, you know, usually uh, kind of the way I've seen it done and the way I do it, um, yeah, if wrong answers will result in the possibility or, you know, the loss of health for the students sort of a thing. So I don't yeah. No students were harmed in the filming of this episode of Well Played. Just, <laughs> just pretend health. Just so pretend boss. Uh, no, so yeah, I mean you got it right. So a boss battle is kind of like a tricked out review game, if you will. And right. as always, I always really encourage us to like try our hand at creating our own a little bit, you know, as opposed to using off the shelf product or spice up spice up the off the shelf product so you could use something like kahoot or gimkit or quizzes or something like that with your boss paddle if you want like that could be a way you kind of factor it in but yeah like it's just this fun idea of we're answering some questions and with each right answer we're going to do some damage to the boss each wrong answer the boss is going to strike back and you can kind of think up as many iterations of bosses and their power-ups and the things they do to the kids uh, as you want. Um, 
I got to say my kids love boss battles, which is rather funny to me. Like, I'm, well, I mean, I'm excited that they love it. But if you think about it, like, it's like a quiz. <laughs> really? Right. I mean, like, if we're, truth be told, we're giving kids quizzes. And, like, in between each right question, they're rolling a dice or whatever to, like, defeat the boss. But there's something about the cooperation. There's something about, mm-hmm. like, the risk in that moment. Uh, and it's, I don't know. There's there's a heightened situational awareness, which I dig. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I like what you're saying about um, kind of the, the kind of the scalability of it, right? That you can make it kind of really complicated or, or really simple. Um, you know, I think when I first started um, kind of, my, my method last year was I used Pear Deck um, and I did multiple choice on Pear Deck. And then I was looking for like a certain number of answers that are correct to the question. Um, and that would determine an attack or not, um, which even that's kind of a step comp- more complicated than, than could be, you know? Um, yeah. But like, I didn't have any dice, anything. I didn't have any like powers on the bosses. It was just straight. Like, can you we know, get okay, this guy have- to zero? what's that can we get this guy to zero that was exactly exactly right you know so you know for for me when i started out it was it was like you know you you got the question right it takes away you know one health point or one whatever um i even did like um uh they they have these uh restickable glue sticks so like they turn anything into a post-it so like printed out hearts and they put hearts on the whiteboard and so then just whenever they got a question right you know i take one of the the hearts of the boss away you know um but I guess the point is, yeah, there's, there's kind of a, 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 you know, it could be, like I said, really simple or more, more complicated, you know? No, I like that sort of reminder. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you guys that my first boss battles were pretty easy. I didn't use any tech for the questions. Um, I don't know about you, but like after you've taught the same subject for a while, like I pretty much know my content. And so to be honest, sometimes the thought of like sitting down and making a Kahoot or a game kit, this sounds really lazy. And so I'm just going to hope not a lot of people are listening <laughs> to this podcast, but I mean like the thought of like typing in all the like multiple choice questions and the four answers, like, Oh man, it's going to take like a whole prep period to make that yet. I know my content. So like my first iteration of a boss battle was really just like, Hey, I'm asking this table a question and I'm just going to make it up on the top. You know, I'm just going to, I know my vocab terms. I know the people in this chapter. So boom, I'll just ask a question. And if they answer it right, we roll a die, knock the boss down. I use the whiteboard. I just had like, ah, this guy's at 50 points. Ooh, now he's at 44 points. Good roll. Nice job. Hey, next group. Here's the next question. Whatever comes up in my head. Um, And one, I liked that for its, ease i mean like again if you know your content like that takes no time at all Mm -hmm. uh there i like the sort of collaboration for this because it was a bit of a like review so kids working together to answer together they would have a little time to like confer with each other uh usually i played in rounds and like the first round the whole table could talk with each other the second round i would call on somebody on a table and then like that shut out the others they couldn't like help them uh but that's like really simple right like the boston my first iteration the boston do anything like you're saying it was just can we get it to zero in time before the end of the class or before the whatever time period i set so 
pretty basic mechanics that anybody could try. So I really suggest you guys do that if you like just want to dabble for a little bit. And again, your kids have never experienced it. So I think sometimes when we aim super high, what happens is we never end up doing it either again because it was like, mm -hmm. well, that was so complicated. Or we never actually launch it because we keep mm -hmm. thinking about how high we can take it. And I tell you, just that like base set of ingredients that I gave you, that's a wonderful like educational like stock that you can just like mm -hmm. add other flavors to, you mm -hmm. know, layer on there if you want to mm -hmm. get it bigger and more complicated. But but that base stock that we just talked about, I think would work for anybody. Yeah, you know, and I've been thinking about like with that sort of a format where you're just kind of answering questions on the fly, like this, that's really adaptable too. Like I've been thinking like it'd be fun to throw some random events in here. We're kind of starting to get into the the kind of the rhythm and the flow of the game. And so it might be fun to like have a random event here or there. And one of those possible random events could be like a little mini boss, you know, that you could just yes. throw out and like, you know, have like three to five questions or whatever, you know, see if we can knock this guy out real quick, you know, and just just as like a random event, just to spice up the class and, you know, it could be one of your little formative checks or whatever, you know? Yeah. So like, uh, like other ways we can spin these bosses, right? So I think the next thing we, I wanted to talk about, I'm going to pause for a sec and we're going to slide what I wanted to talk about a little later. And we're going to go on this idea here of once you get them used to the structure of a boss battle, like the traditional format, I would say, would be like some sort of review or assessment at the end. But you could have these little drop-in challenges. And uh, I know some people have done this where they print out little cards. And so they just make this little deck of mini bosses. And in any activity, so like let's say kids in your math class are working on whatever they're working on, you could just drop down on a table or one kid's chair like boom you gotta defeat this guy but they're smaller like you're saying like they only have to get to like 12 points of damage which might be like i don't know three four questions they have to answer and again if you know your content like you know you're working on i don't even know what eighth grade math is these days solving for x we'll just say <laughs> boom you can just That'll like <laughs> have them solve for x a few times roll that die uh and it could be a great way to sort of check with people easy way to differentiate too because you know how complicated to make that those problems for this kid versus that kid um i i think that would be good i think if i i think i might want to sit down and do some of these little mini bosses yeah yeah I, I don't know i don't i haven't thought through you know this is just an idea just thinking about in the last couple of days but um i haven't thought through how that would work digitally yet you know um but but really uh if, if you got the images, right, you could just share your screen real quick and be like, oh, here's the guy we're, we're fighting. And uh, and that will work just as good as having a printed out card, I feel. So what do you that, use for your digital classroom, your virtual? Uh, we are. Uh, so we use the WebEx as our platform. So I can I can share my screen on that. Um, and I run uh, most of my class through Google Classroom. That was kind of the... in WebEx. Like I know in Zoom. You can message everybody, or you could select an individual and message them privately. Can you do that on WebEx? I can do individuals privately. I don't know if I can do groups privately, but I could do individuals pri privately. So you could do that for like a mini boss. I mean, you could yeah. make one Google template for like these bosses, and you could just like say, hey, Michael, like boom, mini boss gone your way. I just texted you this. And maybe like while the rest of the class is working on something, Michael's got to work on that problem and he's got like 60 seconds to do it or whatever 
Hmm. Give me something to think about here. Because I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, these little drop-in like uh, random events for kind of whole class, but definitely you could, you could, like, target kids too. <laughs> not in like a bad way, but like, you know, in like a, like, is there a kid that's not being engaged, you know, or is there, you know, a kid that you, you need to have practice in a particular area or whatever, you know? You could do it where you message. Oh, see, now you're getting me like not the point <laughs> of the podcast, but this is what I love right here. So this is showing people kind of one of the aspects I love about gamification is you just get on these ideas of like different ways you could structure things. And I think gamification really like frees up your thinking because here we're talking about an experience that over time will be for everyone. But in the moment, there'll be this kind of like excitement because it'll only be for one, two or three students. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over the course of the year, if you started doing these mini bosses, it'll be for everybody. But uh, the, the little spin on that I was going to tell you is maybe the Google slide has, let's say, like three slides on it. Slide one, slide two, slide three. And you message the first kid. All right, boom, Mike's got to do slide one. When Mike's done with problem slide one, he has to then oh. like message the next person. And then like they have to message the next person and just say that like you have six minutes to do all the problems. And that like yeah. infuses both a little bit of the tech challenge. Like you better like be ready to get the chat, ready to like do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, because really by the time you get in there, you might only have 60 seconds to do the problem or whatever. I mean, if it's a challenging yeah. problem, you could That's a really it. good idea, though, because you could just do a, a, a slides presentation that like anybody can edit and just like private message that first kid. Be like, OK, slide one's yours. Mini boss, you you know, get Let's on it. <laughs> you get to pick the next person, <laughs> you know, and just like I just dig that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And that'd be really good for your online kids, too. Yeah. You know, because it's like there's already like, especially if you targeted those kids first, you know, they probably have a tendency to feel a little bit more disconnected than your other kids who get to be live in the classroom, you know? Yeah. Um, and so if you targeted some of those kids first, it's a special thing just for them. You know, there's probably not as much things that are just for them these days, you know? I dig it. See, look, at, I mean, OK, that's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> like we, I got some work to do. <laughs> uh, but. All right, so back to the boss battles. I was going to say, like, have you, you had mentioned that, you know, you last year started doing boss battles for your first time. Mm -hmm. Have you added more complexity to the boss itself, right? Ooh, like giving the boss, like, special powers? Um, no. Um, so I've, so I've added more complexity in terms of like how points are taken away. So at first I started no dice because I was just trying to like make sure I got the right numbers so the boss was beatable, right, in the class period. Um, and, you know, sometimes when he wasn't, that's okay because it's like, well, then you get to fight him again next week or whatever, you know. Um, but, um, you know, so like not having the dice in there was like, I'll, I'll just start basic, you know. And so then I added dice and then uh, I also added um items that the kids could play to attack the boss or add health to themselves or add attack against the boss but i haven't given the boss particular powers apart from i did a variation on a boss battle where it was a race um and instead of fighting a boss they're racing a boss and so again uh, with that little post-it glue stick i just did um i think by, by then i was i was doing the space game then still so i um had like a like a TIE fighter and like a Millennium Falcon, right? And I had them stuck to the board. And so the boss would move like 
one or two spaces every time, regardless of the kid's answer. Um, and the, the kids would move based on a die roll. Um, and then, um, and then I also made it so they had to gather fuel. So, um, and the fuel came from, actually, no, they started with fuel and the fuel just came from, uh, just during the week, I would throw out poker chips to kids for their participation, not even tell them what they were for, but I just throw them poker chips. And then I like looked and totaled up at the end of the week, um, and gave them a certain number of fuel cells, uh, at the start of the race. And so then like when they're running out of fuels, I'm like, Oh, someone's got to give fuel. And, uh, and if they and 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 it was fun because the, the the team with the most fuel at the end would win would get like a bonus right um but the but and so like they were like all looking and like gauging like okay who has fuel we have to have fuel but i don't want to give up my fuel and that, that ended up being really fun that was a, one that they really liked a lot so yeah i dig it um i have made oh i don't even know like the some total i think i have probably like 20 or 30 different bosses and i've come up with a smattering of different um like power-ups of those bosses uh some of them would work for everybody some are a little too like connected to my game and how it works um what i try to do is build and i guess i'd recommend this to everybody in my game i have something called bp that stands for battle points and what i did was every boss had a couple different statistics on it one of which was called the bp line and if your group your guild had a number higher than the bp line you'd get like a good bonus it means like you're well equipped for this boss and so it might mean like a plus one on your die roll. It might mean you get to re-roll like three times in the battle, whatever. And you could kind of change those up. And then same thing if you're below the BP line, then maybe like the boss gets plus one to the die roll, that kind of thing. But what I liked about it is one of the hardest things for me starting boss battles, uh, and anybody that's began gamification lately will say the same thing about just points in general they're like Mm -hmm. what's the right scale to use and then you get hung up on the scale like i don't know how many points to give out like i don't know how many points before they get to the next level these kind of things and for me when i started my bosses i got caught up in that same Mm -hmm. thing and what i liked about this bp line is i didn't put a number on the bp line the number would be printed on my just bored i'd write it in class and so this way i could make 50 bosses right now and then i just change the bp line based on what time of the year it is like oh like right now like a good group's got like 200 bp so we'll set it at like 175 is the bp line but like oh like week one of school like the bp line was like 10 you know like and but I didn't have to like reprint out these cards or re-edit my templates or whatever because you just say all I had to write on there were what the bonuses were for being above the BP line and what the negative was for being below the line. But I didn't define what the line was. And mm-hmm. I liked that variability. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the boss powers. Uh, 
I think one of my favorite ones was this like Pharaoh's undead army. And what it was, was just four guys that only had to take one hit. Like that's it. But if you got one wrong, two more appeared. Oh, that's cool. So like, it's like a little, little bit like the Hydra, like super easy. Right. But like, or infinite. Yeah. Like infinite coming at you. Uh, that was a fun one. Um, I have one that he's like this ninja and he lurks in the shadows and as such like you're not allowed to work together as a guild you all have to write down your answers and then reveal them at the same time and if any one of you have it wrong like it counts as all of you wrong um if you're in groups, this is another thing I did. I don't remember which guy he's attributed to, but I have some where it's like, if your group gets it wrong, then the three others suffer the consequences, Ooh. which makes so, it like extra painful, right? Like that's three times more painful for the house. Yeah. So how do you do the student's health? Do you do it as one full, one like bar for the whole house? Do you have like health per guild? Like what's your, so, how do you the last two years, every student had their own like health and I actually literally printed off these hearts and laminated them. And like, if you got hit, you would hand me back a heart if you were out of hearts. I liked that system a lot, but I decided to sort of scale that back this year because of COVID. Like, I don't know, there's just so many things to think about for kids already. I decided like, how can I make my game a little more streamlined? But I like that in a boss battle where you have the tension of like, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose. So what I did this year is build it into the battle. Like instead of like you personally fighting the battle, what we say, what I did for my first boss battle and I will do throughout the rest of the year on the battle slide, it says, here's our boss. We're fighting, you know, the Sumerians or whatever. Here's their power ups and all this other stuff. And then it says like, we're allied with the Babylonians. And the Babylonians health is like, just like the boss, you just give them like a number, like they have right. 25 health. And so, yeah, that way you're just really dealing with two numbers, mm -hmm. like the, our allies number and then the, the main boss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when I had, um, last year when I was doing it, I, I did like a number for each guild and it was based, it was kind of like, it was your battle points sort of idea. I think when I was doing it though, I used, I had some, some cards that were specifically defense cards. So those would give some sort of defense points. Um, so the number was different for each guild. Um, but the, the way that I kind of did it just to kind of keep everyone in it is like, well, if one guild loses though, we all lose. Um, and so there's kind of like this, like the guild again with the most at the end kind of get, it gets a bonus. So you want to have the highest health still, but you're still in it with all of your allies because you know, we, we, we win and lose all together. Um, and so there was a couple times where, you know, a kid had to play a card to save another guild or, or whatever. And, uh, and that was pretty cool. That was pretty fun. See, and that's where you start to get a lot of these inter interlocking mechanics, right? So I know we began this episode with, you know, the base level, like if you've never started before, these are some of the things that you could get more advanced level to where you start to have items and power-ups for your own students that could save a guild from like damage, you know, that could block a, a boss's sort of retaliation or, you know, those kind of things. Um, 
Yeah, you know, and and even then too, if you don't have items in your game, you could always make it a mechanic in the battle itself where it's like, okay, well, does anybody want to give up some of their health to save them? You know, um, and just like you know, there's just so much flexibility, like you're saying, with with gamification that like there's so many different ways you can spin it, um, and and it works, and you know, it's cool. I do, I do, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I really do a whole lot. Uh, my students have been loving it. They liked that first boss battle. They've asked when the next one's coming. And uh, the, if you end up doing items and power-ups and this kind of thing, I find the boss battles are a great way to sort of get kids into the game in general. Like since our last boss battle, kids were like, well, I want to go into the next boss battle with more items. Well, the way to get items in my game is to do side quests and some of the other activities. So now, like, in this unit, I have had a higher participation in all of those things in preparation mm -hmm. for the boss battle. It's awesome. I agree it's awesome. <laughs> and like I said, they're doing it all with smiles on their face. For uh, a quiz. <laughs> it's for a quiz, right? It's, it's There's some magic happening here. It is. It's awesome. There's some magic happening. Um, if, if you had to give, we're, we're almost at reflection time here, so I have to ask, if you were to give... Uh, some some advice to that like person that's on the fence here. They've made it this far into the episode. They're like, man, this sounds great, but I just don't know how to begin. Like, what what's what's your take? Yeah, I would say, um, well, well, one, if you're ever stuck on something, reaching out on Twitter, you know, using hashtag XPLAP, like people have tons of ideas, uh, probably more than than any one of us could ever use. Um, so that's a great resource. But, I, you know, I would just say, uh, just try, just go for it. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if it, you know, and start simple, you know, uh, like I was saying, I, I went with, with, you know, Pear Deck to start with, just because like, that was a comfort place for me, right? Like I, I felt like I could rely and lean on that structure. And then I had a clear structure in the class period. Um, and then like, I didn't have to worry about things as much because it was kind of all set for me. But, you know, maybe like, like Michael was saying, maybe it's easier for you to, to do the questions kind of on the fly and just have a picture of a boss. And, you know, you, then you haven't really risked too much in terms of your time and in terms of your preparation and all that, you know? That is definitely what I would suggest. If you know your content, just like come up with like a cool picture for the boss you know if you want to use my allied structure versus these guys then it's super easy there's just two numbers you know the good guys the bad guys give the bad guy some sort of thing where like what was my last one i had for my last boss he had two powers if he rolled a six it counted as a 12 so that really like hit us hard and if he rolled a one he'd get to re-roll to try to get a six. But if he got anything other than a six, it would still just count as the one. And like those were fun little tension yeah, I like moments. The, I, yeah, I like the idea of, of having special powers for the bosses. His, his, if, you, if, if you're watching this podcast, you see his face. He's like, I, mm, I want to, <laughs> mm, this is what I want to work on now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so it is the reflection time here and we have a fun quote here from uh, a zelda game nonetheless right a sword wields no strength unless the hand that holds it has courage 
Mm. How can we work this Zelda quote into our lives as teachers who are going to run boss battles? There you go. There you go. You know, I think, well, it's funny you, you say as as teachers who are going to run boss battles because that uh, is immediately where my brain went to, right? Because we were just talking a second ago about uh, just try, just go for it, right? Um, and, you know, Michael, you talk about all the time about how we have, we kind of are constantly asking our students to risk and to try something new and to do something different. And then we as teachers are often afraid to do that. Um, and and uh, and I think a, a little courage uh, can go a long way in the classroom. So I, I think that fits really well. I, I really like your answer. So I'm going to take it in a completely different direction and break <laughs> the rules. It's not going to be necessarily about boss battles. It's just going to be about all gamification in general. Um, so much of it, so much of it, including a boss battle, it comes down to you being kind of excited. You being like, pretty fired up about this experience you saying it's a big deal and so i kind of like this quote that a sword wields no strength like gamification wields no strength if you just sort of plop it plop it in there just like any you know uh pedagogy right if you just sort of lay it coldly on the table and say now do this it's not it's not gonna have any impact but that sword in the quote right the sword wields no strength unless the one that holds it has courage if you have the courage to sort of put in your heart and soul on this come up with a pretty neat idea take that moment to like make the boss slide make it look pretty cool uh i tell you no matter how cheesy like i said i i just ask questions off the top of my head i mean like there isn't fun buzzers there isn't you know the cool like digital things of uh you know like a pear deck or anything like that like I ask them questions. I guess I have a like nice little slide behind me, but all I do is ask them questions. But it's that courage. It's that courage to put it out there. It's you put on a little tense music, and all of a sudden, mm -hmm. like oof, it mm -hmm. becomes something. Mm -hmm. it, you know, I like that. And it's courage to play, right? It's courage to uh, to be a little silly, to engage things in a little bit different way, um, and yeah, just not yeah, not be afraid to play a little bit. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on once again. I really appreciate it. You're definitely going to be back, right? Right. Uh, absolutely. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All right. Everybody else, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and I hope you guys have a really, really good week. Uh, as always, if you could check out some of the other things we have going on on MrMatera.com, that'll have links to my YouTube channel this podcast if somehow awkwardly you're hearing this podcast without knowing how you heard this podcast that's the place you can check it out everybody i hope you have a good week and play on